welcome to Onco Farm, a, a very special Onco Farm. This is going to be our first bonus pod. Um, I'm your host, John Bazaar, Associate Professor of Pharmacy Practice at uh, our presenting sponsor, the Bill Gatton College of Pharmacy. And as is often the case in the fast-moving world of oncology pharmacy and oncology medical literature, uh, as soon as I recorded the podcast, uh, the most recent one, Cytarabine, boom, everywhere. Uh, literally on my Twitter feed, I see this four or six times from different places, uh, the results of the Persephone study, um, which was, um, I guess, early released uh, as the ASCO abstracts are released. So just um, to get everyone on the same page, the American Society of Clinical Oncology, uh, their annual meeting is in June. Uh, usually it's in Chicago, I think. I think it's always in Chicago. Uh, so there are like five thousand five hundred thousand five million tons of abstracts released and this one um, broke through and um, it was described in the Wall Street Journal the New York Times the Associated Press NPR I saw it on the nightly news it was everywhere and this is looking at the adjuvant use of trastuzumab for the standard 12 months versus an abbreviated course of six months uh, and we're going to come back to this study um, but because this broke through into the, the mainstream so quickly, uh, just as an abstract, I wanted to, to, to do a little bonus pot on this. Um, there's going to be a lot to talk about in the coming month with, with um, abstracts and information coming about ASCO. I've already been combing through some of the abstracts to find some kind of under-the-radar things to talk, talk about that I think are interesting from uh, an oncology pharmacy study. So let's look a little bit at the history of trastuzumab um, literature. So you go back to 2001, and that's when Dennis Slayman uh, from UCLA, who was the, really the pioneer of trastuzumab, first published a, the, you know, this large study in the metastatic setting, and that established trastuzumab uh, as really a groundbreaking breakthrough drug for metastatic HER2 uh, positive or HER2 overexpressed metastatic breast cancer. Okay, so that was the metastatic setting. And then we've got data in the adjuvant setting. First, the, the HERA study. Now, HERA, um, from what I have quickly Googled uh, with Greek mythology, was the wife of Zeus. So she's the queen of the Greek gods, the queen of the gods on a Mount Olympus, so the queen above, so to speak. So the HERA study um, was looking at one year of adjuvant trastuzumab plus standard chemo versus observation. There was also a versus two years endpoint or two years uh, of trastuzumab um, arm as well, but that wasn't published in 05. Uh, just one year versus observation. And the um, there were 7.5% uh, events of either disease um, progression uh, or disease recurrence or death in the one year of trastuzumab or 13% in the observation um, so the two-year disease-free survival rate with adjuvant trastuzumab was 85.8% versus 77.4%. That's a, a delta of 8.4%. That's a number needed to treat of about 12. So let's say you, you'd have to treat 12 women for a year uh, with adjuvant trastuzumab to prevent one recurrence or death at two years. That's a pretty robust number needed to treat. Again, anything less than 20 you think of is definitely beneficial. Anything of more than 100 as a number to treat, probably pretty small benefit. Somewhere in between, it's going to depend. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Slayman again. By the way, there's a uh, a um, 
a made-for-TV, like a Hallmark or Lifetime movie uh, about Dennis Slayman and his discovery and research in uh, Trastuzumab, starring Harry Connick Jr., um, which which is, you know, it's worth checking out if uh, it's a rainy Sunday and uh, you and your spouse uh, are looking for something to do. Find that, find that Harry Connick, Dennis Slayman movie. Um, boy, off topic there. Uh, so... This was a BCIRG, so this is a Breast Cancer International Research Group study. This is a landmark study, also published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2011. And this was looking at, uh, you know, 3,000 plus patients, um, adjuvant trastuzumab, so either AC followed by T, so doxorubicin cyclophosphamide followed by uh, one year of trastuzumab, uh, or, or one year, or sorry, AC followed by T, the traditional one, AC followed by T plus a year of trastuzumab, and then trastuzumab, carboplatin, and uh, uh, docetaxel, or TCH. So the overall survival uh, endpoints and disease-free survival endpoints all favored trastuzumab. If you're looking at overall survival um, with a median follow-up of 65 months, so six years, 92% were alive in the AC followed by T plus trastuzumab versus 87% in just the chemo arm without trastuzumab. So that's a number needed to treat of 20, um, which is, again, it's a robust endpoint, especially for overall survival in metastatic breast cancer. Um, now, in 2013, in Lancet, we get the full um, publication of the HERA results, and this is looking at one versus two years, or at least the, mo or the first publication of one versus two years of trastuzumab. Um, so this is the, there were, um, again, 3,000 plus patients, 1,552 in one arm, 1,553 in the other, and there were exactly 367 deaths uh, or disease recurrence events in each arm. So there was absolutely no difference um, between one year of adjuvant trastuzumab or two years. Um, and then there's also a, a, an 11-year follow-up study published in Lancet in 2017, showing basically the same thing. Although a lot of like half the patients in the Harris study um, on observation crossed over to adjuvant trastuzumab. So <clears throat> all that's to say, at this point, you know, one year is the standard of care. So 12 months of adjuvant trastuzumab standard of care. Now, despite what you may have read on Twitter or in the, the newspapers, there have been previous studies, or at least, yeah, at least two prior studies looking at in a shorter course of trastuzumab, both six months. So there is a HORG, H-O-R-G, uh, the H stands for Hellenic, so this is a Greek study, uh, and this is by Mavrudis D. Uh, et al., Annals of Oncology in 2015. Small study, only 480 patients, looking at dose-dense FEC with a GCSF support, followed by uh, dose-dense docetaxel with GCSF support plus trastuzumab, so a, a different chemotherapy regimen than is used in the United States. Um, so looking at relapse rates, 11.7% uh, had disease recurrence in the six-month group versus 7.1% in the 12-month group, so that was statistically significant, favoring uh, the longer one-year um, adjuvant trastuzumab. And then the three-year disease-free disease -free survival rate was only 93.3% in the six-month group versus 95.7% in the one-year group. So again, um, kind of, uh, you know, a, a tiny bit of evidence uh, also saying one year uh, is the standard. There's the FAIR study, P-H-A-R-E, which is a French study 
larger than uh, the HORG study. This is 3,000 plus patients at a median follow-up of 42 and a half months, so three and a half years. Uh, Two-year disease-free survival rates again favored the longer trastuzumab uh, treatment, so 12 months. Uh, the two-year disease-free survival rate was 93.8% versus 91.1% in the six-month group, and that was statistically significant. It has a ratio of 1.28 with a confidence interval of 1.05 to 1.56. So we've had some investigation of using trastuzumab for less than a year that had not been shown to be effective. In fact, had been shown to be detrimental in these women. Well, this brings us to Persephone who again, based on a quick Google search, was the wife of Hades. So uh, and Hades was, I guess, the king or the ruler of the underworld. So if Hera was queen of above, then I guess Persephone was queen of below. So there may be some philosophical meaning behind the naming of the studies. Uh, I'll let you do that. So Persephone, this is abstract number 506. So you could probably just Google ASCO abstract 2018 506 and you can find this. So this hasn't been published yet, so uh, I'll just briefly go through this. So this was a UK study um, and uh, with the National Health Service in the United Kingdom, you know, presumably, and again, I'm an American, so I don't know this to be true, but this is my perception, is that, that most treatment is pretty well uh, standardized and that uh, as a researcher, it would be probably easier maybe to get people on, enrolled in clinical trial and get access to that uh, because um, the primary payer is going to be the national health insurance there. So this uh, would have been uh, UK patients that were HER2 positive and early breast cancer were eligible. Uh, they stratified them by hormone status, the type of chemotherapy they got, uh, and then the primary endpoint was disease-free survival. This was 4,000 patients, so the largest study to date looking at this. Again, we, we, saw, we talked about six versus 12 month studies of, of 400 and 3,000. So this is 4,000, so the largest study. Um, looking, uh, and this was a non-inferiority study um, with a 5% one-sided alpha, uh, and they define non-inferiority as no worse than 3% below the 12-month assumed 80% four-year disease-free survival. So they were assuming our four-year disease-free survival rate is going to be 4%. Um, all right, so most of these people got, uh, you know, 41% had anthracycline-based chemo, 50% um, anthracycline and taxane-based chemo, kind of what you would expect. Um, uh, two-thirds of them were hormone positive or estrogen receptor positive patients. So um, the four-year disease-free survival rate was 89% in both arms. And again, they were kind of playing on 80% four-year disease-free survival rate, so this was better than that. But it was the same in both the six-month and 12-month arms, and that did meet the non-inferiority margin. So they were able to conclude that six months is non-inferior to 12 months of adjuvant trastuzumab. Um, and this, this is what made uh, the news and made all the headlines and, and got everyone excited is if we can cut the duration of adjuvant trastuzumab in half, you know, you'd cut the cost of that adjuvant trastuzumab in half. They also cite a lower risk of cardiovascular toxicity, so 4% with the six-month group versus 8% with the longer group. <clears throat> that may or may not be clinically significant, knowing uh, that uh, oftentimes trastuzumab-induced um, uh, heart failure is reversible. Um, I will highlight one thing though, um, that heterogeneity was observed in some stratification variables, which has not been presented yet. So are there certain breast cancer patients for whom maybe one year still should be standard, if we're even ready to call six months their standard treatment? I don't think we're ready um, 
for that yet. Overall survival still pending, but certainly this is promising. Um, and you know it'll be interesting to see the full uh, results of this when this is presented, and hopefully we can get some more information beyond just what we see here, um, particularly with regards to uh, patient risk. Um, I don't think nodal status is presented here as well, uh, oncotype, DX score, things along that nature. So still early to say that I think six months would be a standard of care, but that may be coming as we see this uh, coming forward. So that's the bonus pod, Persephone. Um, and again, as I, as I mentioned, in the coming, coming weeks, we'll have um, a little bit of a deep dive into some of the, the, the lesser, um, you know, the, the types of ad straps and, ask, and ASCO for the annual meeting that would be interest to me, a little under the radar stuff. Already found some inter interesting things that I look forward to sharing with you. And, you know, it's a rainy weekend, so maybe you get a bonus pod uh, to listen to during the weekend. So I hope to see you all a little bit further down the road. Thank you.